नम ओं विष्णुपादाय कृष्ण प्रेष्ठाय भूतले श्रीमते भक्ति वेदांत स्वामी नामिने नमस्ते सारस्वते देवे गौरवाणी प्रचारिणे निर्विशेषाशून्यवादी पाश्चात्यदेशिणे जय श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभु निनंद श्रीअद्वैत गदाधर श्रीवासादी गौरभक्तवृंदा नमो महावदान्याय कृष्ण प्रेम प्रदायते कृष्णाय कृष्ण चैतन्य नामने गौरत्षे नम नमो ब्रह्मण्य देवाय गोब्राह्मणहिताय जगदिताय कृष्णाय गोविंदाय नमो नमः हे कृष्णा करुणा सिंधो दीन बंधो जगतपते गोपेश गोपिका कांता राधा कांता नमोस्तुते तप्त कांचन गौरांगी राधे वृंदावनेश्वरी ऋषभानुसुते देवी प्रणमा हरिप्रिय वाचा कल्पतरुभ्य कृपा सिंधुभ्य पतिता पावनेभ्यो वैष्णवेभ्यो नमो नमः हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 रामा हरे रामा राम रामा हरे 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 कृष्णा वेरी वॉम वेलकम टू ऑल ऑफ यू पीपल आर ट्राइंग टू फिगर आउट व्हाट इज मिसिंग इन माय लाइफ एंड देर इज अ पूल ऑफ अनलिमिटेड ऑब्जेक्ट्स ऑफ सेटिस्फैक्शन इन दिस मटेरियल वर्ल्ड and people think oh those things if i get in my life i would be very satisfied those could be higher grades in school and colleges those could be good positions in society having some fame recognition that could be having strong hold in the society position of power or position of wealth or could be simply accumulation of so many sense objects the list is endless so people everybody in this material world all of them are figuring out what is missing in my life and people tell these things in various decorated words find your passion find your purpose and so many things so today using a very interesting case study which is a historical incident from shrimad bhagavatam we will try to understand what is that thing which makes our life complete so this history this past time is very beautifully mentioned in the ninth canto of shrimad bhagavatam there was a very great king nahusha he had six sons and nahusha molested the wife of indra and thus she being very disturbed approached brahmanas like agastya and understanding the situation of the poor woman they cursed nausha to become a python now the great king is missing you need another king so his other sons were requested to occupy the position of father and to rule over the kingdom so the eldest son was yati and he told no i don't want to occupy this position because the power to rule brings with it many material infatuations and the person loses the sight of self realization which is the ultimate objective of human form of life realizing i am not this body 
simply by putting petrol and grease in the car, the driver won't be satisfied. Similarly, by attaining objects of enjoyment, I will not be satisfied who am different from this body. But a person gets infatuated by worldly powers when he becomes king. Devgana, Manavgana or Danavgana. So Devtas and Demigods are present everywhere throughout the universe. Devtas means who are devotees of Lord Vishnu and Asuras means who are atheists. So as human beings also we have such tendencies, either that of demigod or that of asuras or that of manavas. So at the time of marriage these things are considered that uh, the marriage should be there in proper ganas. If they are uh, not compatible with each other there would be so many fights. And then there are other considerations also like this horoscope matching is done very very nicely. And there are uh, these uh, varnas and ashramas. So, usually the Brahman boy marries a Brahman girl, Kshatriya boy marries a Kshatriya girl. Why this happens? Because this is scientific also. So, unfortunately caste system became degraded and it was not, uh, it was never a caste system, it was a Varnashrama system that got degraded into a caste system where people unauthorizedly, they occupied the position of a priest and they were not allowing other people to come to the priesthood. And my son would become next priest, his son would become next priest, even though they may not be qualified. However, this is not the mood of Varnashrama system. In Varnashrama system, classification is done so that as per the capacity of person, education and rules and regulations could be introduced so that he can elevate to higher standard of life. Shudra is supposed to be expected to rise to Vaishya, Kshatriya and then eventually Brahmana platform. Just like we have so many grades in our schools, 1st, 2nd, 3rd, 4th, 5th, 10th, 10 plus 2, then graduation, post-graduation. Now this, these different grades, standards do not exist so that a pre-primary student should always remain at pre-primary level. No, one is expected to come to primary level. Rather, promotion is the only objective of creating these grades. Similarly, in Manashama also, there is proper division because promotion is the only objective. If a very new boy is given a book of algebra, he would not be able to understand basic arithmetic also. So thus gradation is there. Now you follow this much only, you are allowed to play, study little and then you can become more serious when you are able to tackle the subjects at your level. This is Varnashrama system. So thus proper classification is required so that gradually from Shudra, Vaishya, people can come to Brahmana. From there they can become Vaishnava and understand God. So God realization is the ultimate objective of all these divisions. So, Brahmanas have a specific duty. Now, the duty should match a person's inclination. In today's education system, we see most of the people are not interested. The toppers also get burnt out. They are not interested in education. But the society's design is like everyone is forced to study. So, no, study is meant only for higher classes, uh, especially Brahmanas and Kshatriyas and Vaishyas also sometimes. But especially for the Brahmanas, topmost education is meant for. They are naturally inclined to study, to do research about absolute truth. So everything is there in the DNA that everyone understands now. What is our inclination, likes, dislikes? So Kshatriya needs certain kind of valor, chivalry and certain other features, fearlessness. So all these things should be maintained. Thus, this DNA has to be preserved. So, the proper physiology, psychology is continued 
as a hereditary principle when this marriage takes place among the same qualified people. So, Kshatriya man, Kshatriya woman would marry, Brahmana man, Brahmana woman should marry, so that the child who takes birth, he is also having such Brahmanical inclinations. And thus, it's easy for them to get trained. So, it is very simple, scientific system. So, to preserve the genes, to preserve the species, specific mentality, because specific jobs can be very well undertaken by people of those mentalities, these kinds of marriages are done. And thus, people are also satisfied, because the men and women have similar inclinations, and they have got the same type of training. But in some circumstances, marriage happens not between the same castes. And that is, they are of two types, anulom and pratilom. Anulom means that man belongs to a higher caste, brahmana, and woman could be belonging to kshatriya. That is also accepted. Just like Kardamuni, he was a brahmana, got married to Devahuti, the son of Manu, was a Kshatriya. But Pratiloma man is Kshatriya but, and that is not very congenial, that is not allowed as per Vedic culture, that will create disturbance in the society. But in this case, Devyani requested, please don't consider odds as per the Vedic rules and regulations for marriage because this is the arrangement of the providence. And then she explained how she got cursed by Kacha. Uh, Kacha is son of Brihaspati who went to get education from Shukracharya. Shukracharya was knowing a very special art of Mrit Sanjeevani. Any person who dies untimely or people die untimely death, that is not natural. So any person who dies untimely, they can be brought back to life. So Kacha learned this art under the direction of Brihaspati and Shukracharya, sorry, under the direction of Shukracharya, Brihaspati's son learned this art. And Shukracharya's daughter Devyani proposed for marriage. But then he was taking Guru and Guru's family with great awe and reverence. Guru is on a very exalted position. So Kacha told, I cannot marry. You belong to a very exalted, you are daughter of my Guru. So you are very elevated. I am fallen. I am I belong to your servant uh, category. So she became very offended. She cursed Kacha. That although you have learned this art, but it will not be put into proper use. And the Skacha also counter-curse that you will never get a Brahmana husband. For no reason you are cursing like this. So thus she told, please see, I can never get a Brahmana husband. So now it is arrangement of providence that you have come here and you have taken me out, offer your hand, now please accept me. So it is Kshatriya's duty to not to reject any proposal made by any woman. And thus Yayati accepted the proposal of Devyani. And uh, then Devyani came out and she went crying and sobbing to her father. And she narrated the entire incident to Shukracharya. And uh, Shuk somewhere. Okay, I think there was some internet issue. So I'll just cover some portion I got to know you would not be, might not be. Uh, online that time. So Devyani, who was friend of Sharmishtha, daughter of a king, she was pushed into a well and she was rescued by King Yayati, who accepted Devyani as his wife. Now Devyani, when she was pulled out of well, she went to Shukrachari and she narrated the entire incident that this is how she had pushed me in the well and Shukrachari, he lamented the position. 
and uh, out of affection for his daughter he wanted to see the king immediately and he charged towards the palace of the of the king and the king became very much afraid when he got to know that shukracharya is coming here very powerful sir so vrishaparva the king father of sharmishtha in order to settle the situation and uh, although shukracharya was very very angry but when he saw that the king was actually very very much sorrowful he was repenting shukracharya became pacified and uh, the king told please forgive me my daughter is foolish she should not have done that but i am always at your disposal please order me how can i satisfy so shukracharya told so devyani will tell you have to satisfy her she got offended so he told yes whatever devyani wants i will fulfill her desire so devyani told that uh, in my marriage your daughter sharmishtha and all her friends who were there and i got insulted in presence of all of them they should accompany me as my maid servants so king was knowing if i deny it could be very very dangerous any words coming out of the mouth of brahmana krishna make sure they come to pass because of the so many austerities that they have in their in their life so king agreed okay i agree so whenever you get married i would send my daughter and all her friends as maid servants to you and in this way uh, king yati accepted devyani sharmishtha and all their friends as well but shukracharya warned so this girl sharmishtha is going with my daughter but you make sure that you do not enjoy indulge into physical pleasures with sharmishtha that will not bring good fortune to you so in vedic culture because many many people were inclined towards self realization just like we see the example of yati he could have become the king of entire planet but he was very much inclined towards self realization and uh, kingdom of the entire planet was also not very attractive to him like this the sons of daksha daksha produced thousands of sons and all of them wholesale were being converted into devotees into sanyasis directly by narad muni so just imagine 10000 men are less overnight now who will find a match for women so thus in vedic culture it was and in the nature sports also women population is usually more than the male population and more so over in the vedic culture when many males are going for sanyas now uh, every woman deserves a husband so the solution is such people who can maintain many many wives like kshatriyas they were allowed to keep many wives so in this way all the women were able to have husband just like vasudev krishna's father when he married devki he married all the other sisters also i think they were 6 or 7 in number whatever so he married all of them sobhari muni married married all the 50 princesses so in this way it was allowed because men were less to uh, get married to women so all of them they went along with the king who was maintaining all of them and uh, in this way devyani uh, got impregnated by the king and gave birth to nice children and meanwhile sharmishtha also developed similar desire thus one day in seclusion sharmishtha approached the king yayati and she told that i also desire a child dear king please satisfy my desire now it is the duty of the king to satisfy the desire of any woman who approaches the king for enjoyment he cannot deny 
the king has to maintain that woman as his wife. So this is religion. Denying the hand of a woman is irreligious for a Kshatriya king. Kshatriyas are trained to accept any kind of challenge, whether a woman is accepting for marriage or somebody is challenging them for a fight, even though death is certain in fight or somebody is challenging for a gambling match. So all the normal circumstances, gambling is, is irreligious, but for a king it is religious, accepting such proposal. So Kshatriyas were trained in such a way that they cannot deny any such proposals. So even though Shukrachari had warned, but this is religion. Religion means even though death is certain, even though loss is certain, you have to follow, abide by the rules and regulations of the scriptures. Now we do so much of calculation and despite all the calculation, there is always suffering in the life. So we have to understand we are eternal beings. So whatever good or bad has to happen for this life has been decided as per the activities of previous life. Now, in this life, if I am very religious, follow the rules and regulations of the Vedas, my next life would be glorious. If I am perfectly religious, what is perfection of religion? The topmost religion is Bhakti of Adhokshaja, Krishna. So, if I am very religious, I will go back to Godhead, I will attain spiritual life. If not, I am able to attain this perfection of religion. At least, I can go to heavenly planets, have a sattvic body, so that I don't degrade to animal species. So thus, without caring for profit and loss, thus I request all of you, please do not care for profit and loss in this life. That we have to tolerate. Throughout the Bhagavad Gita, Bhagavatam, all the scriptures it is being mentioned. You have right to do your duty. Duty you should do as per the scriptures. But the results one should offer to Krishna. Do not worry about the results. They have been predecided and they belong to Krishna. So please you try to settle this matter. And Shukracharya understanding the, that king has disobeyed his proposal, Shukracharya cursed the king to become old immediately. And uh, the king became very much disturbed and king pleaded, requested, but Shukracharya told no it is not possible. This curse cannot be taken back. So he told no it is loss for your daughter, please understand. I, my lust is not satisfied. I have not sufficiently enjoyed with your daughter. Please do something. Shushukracharya also wondered. Oh yes, this is fact. If uh, now king has become old, my daughter is also young. So it will be a loss for my daughter. So Shukracharya told, the curse cannot be taken back. But if you can engage, if you can exchange your old age with any young man, then that is possible. Any young man will have to take old age from you and you can take his youth. This is solution. So King Yayati then went to the young people who were closest to him, who would not reject his order and they were his sons. So Yayati became shameless 
Thus Lord Krishna tells in Bhagavad Gita, Kama istha istha ritagyana prapadyante anya devata. When a person becomes mad, he surrenders to other Devi Devtas. So ultimately, when a person is having so many sensual desires, they become mad. They don't understand all these Devtas are there from where they are getting their powers. And these Devtas also are under disturbance. Some demons are attacking always. So how will I be satisfied by worshipping these Devtas? And what is the source of power to all these Devtas? They are not able to think about all these things. And anyway, my this life is temporary. Why to attain something temporary? But people become mad. I want this thing, so I want somehow. And they start worshipping particular devtas. So any person who wants to enjoy materially, such a person is called a madman. So thus king also became like a madman. And without any shame, he started requesting his sons, you please take my old age, let me become young. Because I want to enjoy. I have not satisfied my lust. So king approached the eldest of the sons, Yadu. And who is Maharaj Yadu? Maharaj Yadu is great devotee of Krishna. Yadu Priyasyan Bhavaye Malayasyeva Chandanam. It is told that Krishna, one of the reasons why he came here was to satisfy, to glorify the dynasty of the Yadus. So Yadu was a great devotee of Krishna and Lord Krishna was supposed to appear in the dynasty of Yadu. Thus when Yadu was requested by Yayati to exchange his youth for his old age, Yadu told, my dear father, if a person doesn't enjoy, uh, so he presented his decision very nicely. So this is the way people are trained in Vedic culture. Even though you are denying, but you can present it in very proper words. So he told uh, that you have become old untimely and I am not very pleased with this old age which has come upon you. Because this material enjoyment while the person is young, is usually required so that a person can renounce easily in the old age. And renunciation is the ultimate objective of human form of life. If a person is attached to the sense objects, life after life he has to take birth and suffer from unlimited diseases, old age, death and birth. And so that a person is able to cultivate the spirit of renunciation, material enjoyment is usually required while the person is young. Thus the Varnashrama system gradually proposes a path of uh, Grahasthashram, then Vanaprastha and then ultimately Sanyas. So thus directly we see in the newspaper it keeps on happening a lot. Many many Sanyasis and Sadhus are not able to keep their vows because it is difficult. There is no proper training. So proper training is given and gradually a person gets detached and eventually takes Sanyas. So thus he told I am not very happy by this because uh, enjoyment in youthhood when in youthhood when a person does he understands this is actually bringing more frustration to my life those who are wise obviously like Yati and uh, Privrat Maharaj and other great personalities they directly take to sannyas but such wisdom is very very rare so um, in the absence of such wisdom simply by hearing they can understand and follow this practical thing is allowed you go and you practically indulge in sense enjoyment then you see how miserable your life becomes and you will be easily able to renounce it at 50 years of age. So indirectly, in this statement, he expressed to his father that I also cannot exchange my youthhood because that would be a hurdle in my renunciation. So uh, even though the words were polite and very gently, intelligently, he expressed his decision, Maharaj Yayati was displeased because usually 
a son is always supposed to be obedient to the father. This is the dharma of son. <coughs> now today, in today's scenario, suppose a father asks sons, my dear son, you please become old and I want to take your youth so that I can enjoy. So no son would agree to the proposal. However, the son Puru of Maharaj Jayati, he agreed to the proposal. And any son who follows the Varnashrama system, Vedic culture nicely, cannot deny any instruction of his father. It can be materially right or wrong, but the dharma of the son is to agree by the order of the father. Why such apparently illogical instruction is given? No, it is not illogical. It is very, very logical. Ultimately, we are all here in the material world because of the disease called independence. Now everybody is fighting for the rights. I want to become independent. So our country is independent. Many nations are independent. But are people happy in an independent nation? So just like a child cannot be happy independently, child has to depend upon the parents. Similarly, we as living entities are supposed to practice dependence upon Krishna. We can never be happy independently. When we depend upon Krishna, become very disciplined in our life, following rules and regulations of the Vedas, by such dependence we become happy. So in order to teach this dependence, now it is not easy to understand the science of Supreme Lord, who Supreme Lord is and depend on Him directly. So every person has got some authority. This spirit of dependence is cultivated. Don't remain absolutely independent. So everybody has some authority in the Vedic culture. So ultimate purpose of this material world is to take the living entities back to the spiritual world. To give them relief from unlimited anxieties, anxieties stress, birth, death, old age and disease. So how this plan can be executed in this material world? This happens in the system of Varnashrama. In Varnashrama, the society is guided by the Brahmanas and the Brahmanas are in constant touch with the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Their job is not to do any job ever, not to earn any man whatsoever, not to accumulate anything whatsoever, simply dependent upon Krishna. And either they will collect grains from the field which are left after the crops are harvested or they will go and beg in the house of householders so that there is an opportunity for householder to advance by giving them donations and they can preach Krishna consciousness to them. So in such a way, Brahmanas would maintain themselves because they are free from all such lust, greed and other things. Brahmanas are worthy to be taken advice from. They have no personal vested interests. So such exalted sages who have gradually they move towards attaining eternal life, being devotee of Krishna. And this is enacted with the help of a monarch, a proper administrator. So Brahmanas guide the king. So king can never violate the injunctions of the Brahmanas. Brahmanas are authorities for Kshatriyas. Then Kshatriya king is authority for all the subjects. The subjects can never deny the order of king. So now everybody protests against everyone. The children are protesting against father. The subjects are protesting against the kings. This is not the Vedic culture. So the order of king is supposed to be followed by the subjects. And among the subjects also, there are many households. So in every household also, father is the head of the family. And he is the authority for the small institution. In this way, everybody has got authority to follow. For the employee, employer is the authority. In this way, everybody is told to follow some authority, cultivate the spirit of dependence. And in this way, the order of God percolates in the society. And if the king is not proper, then Brahmanas can remove the king also. Simply by cursing, they are so powerful. And it has happened in the history.
So thus, uh, a son also is taught to be dependent on the father. A son can never de deny the advice of the father. Then why Yadu Maharaj, such an exalted person, in whose dynasty Krishna chose to appear, he denied the instruction of his father only for the sake of Krishna consciousness. Because he understood if I become old and that would be impediment in Krishna's appearance in my society, in my dynasty, he was knowing Krishna is going to come. So he did not want to delay this process. He was knowing devotees are uh, having extraordinary wisdom by the mercy of Krishna that my youth would come back and all these things will happen. But he did not want to delay the appearance of Krishna. He was eager to see Krishna descending in his dynasty. So that Krishna's descent is not disturbed, Krishna's service is not disturbed, he disobeyed his father. So this disobedience is not, it appears to be irreligious, but it is supremely religious. This is just like Kumaras defying the order of Lord Brahma. Lord Brahma told the four Kumaras, his sons, to get married. But they were interested only in self-realization and they denied the order of Brahma, their father. And such a decision is not considered irreligious. So only for Krishna consciousness, we can disobey our authorities, but never otherwise. Otherwise, we have to always follow. So, uh, Yadu thus, uh, for the sake of Krishna consciousness, denied the instruction of his father. And other sons, they were not knowing the religious principles that I should follow completely my father. Not worry that without any enjoyment, we'll get old and die soon. You have to follow the father. They were not aware of the religious principles. So, they also denied. But Puru agreed. And he took the, and he told, nobody can ever settle the debt of the father. Because of father, we get this human body which is very valuable for self-realization. So I accept whatever order you give to me. And thus he exchanged. He became old and father became young. And Yayati shamelessly again started enjoying with his wives. But because he was a king trained in Vedic culture, he was doing sacrifices also. Yajnas for the satisfaction of Krishna. And although externally he was indulging in material affairs, but he was not satisfied. And he was desiring to become devotee of Krishna within the heart. And thus, executing such religious duties very nicely, he started becoming detached and finally he realized he became disgusted with this sense enjoyment. And then he narrated this very nice allegorical story to his wife Devyani. He told Devyani, let me tell you a very nice story. Tell, yes, please tell me, my dear husband. So he told there was once a very beautiful she-goat and she well fell into a well. And a he-goat was roaming around in the jungle and he found the she-goat in the well and he became captivated by the beauty of the she-goat. And thus he started digging along the edges of the well along with his sharp pointed horns and was able to rescue the she-goat from the well and being captivated by her beauty they got married and thus they started enjoying with each other. But the he-goat was very, very attractive and he enjoyed not just with this particular she-goat, but with he started enjoying with many other she-goats also. And this particular she-goat, she became offended by seeing this uh, and she became envious that my husband is enjoying with so many other goats and she went to her other maintainer, original maintainer. And uh, this original maintainer also was uh, already keeping a she-goat. So the comparison is given to Shukracharya. 
and the understanding which is being given here is a person can be Kshatriya, the planet of the uh, the king of the planet, or a person can be as powerful as a Brahmana Shukracharya who is having the science of myth Sanjeevani, that he can bring a person back to life. This is extraordinary. Although nobody can be brought back to life after timely death, apart from Krishna, but untimely death, yes, this is a science, this material science, which was known to Shukracharya. But still he is compared to the species of goats only. The goats business is to eat anything which is offered, do sense gratification, enjoy sex pleasure. So a person can be Kshatriya, a person can be very exalted Brahmana worshipped by the Devatas. But if they are not devotees of Krishna, then they are compared on the level of animals only. So he told, this she-goat went to her original maintainer who was also maintaining another she-goat. Means wife, he is a goat and he is maintaining another she-goat. And this original maintainer became disturbed when he saw the, when he saw the plight of the she-goat. And by his mystical powers, he made this he-goat impotent. And he-goat became very morose. He begged pardon. And by his mercy, again he was rejuvenated. And the he-goat started enjoying again. But after many, many such years of enjoyment, this he-goat was not satisfied. And then he told, you know, who is that goat? That is me. This is my story. So even though I was very shameless in executing... Uh, all the activities of sense enjoyment, I took the youth from my dear son and shamelessly he is sitting with an old age now and I enjoyed for 1000 years enjoyment in association of all of you beautiful women. I ruled this entire planet. What is missing in my life? I have all the riches, all the opulences but still my heart is never satisfied. So he told, this activity is just like putting butter into fire. So the lusty desires are never satisfied. A person who is lusty, such a person is never, never satisfied. Even though he can get all the quantity of gold that is available on this planet for enjoyment or whatever is available for the enjoyment. A lusty person whose senses are not controlled will never be satisfied, even in old age. So we think, oh, I am feeling strong forces of the senses. So let me enjoy now. In old age, anyway, control will come. No. In old age also, the desires will continue. But body will not support such desires. So he told a person who is lusty can never be satisfied, even in old age. And this activity of satisfying the lust, which is the training which we are all getting. So this is very, very important understanding. So we have lust. Lust means, of course, the gross sexual desire. And any kind of desire to enjoy independent of Krishna, this is called lust. Whether I want, I want gross sense objects or I want some subtle sense objects. Name, fame, recognition, power in the society, that is called subtle sex. Sex means, Atmendriya Preeti Vancha Tare Bali Kaam, Kaam. Or lust means, Atmendriya Preeti Vancha, the tendency to enjoy one's senses directly without satisfying Krishna. And what is the nature of such desires? Kaam. It is just like fire and sense objects are butter. The more you enjoy, the desire increases. So the king told, what is this life of sense gratification? I have enjoyed for 1000 years. I got extended uh, youthhood, but still my lusty desires are never satisfied. Rather, they increase the more I enjoy. So I am very much fusty affairs of this world. The more I enjoy, the more hankering increases in my heart. And this we all realize now. 
and people tell no there is restriction in the society that is why there are crimes and all such things are happening this is foolishness now for the last 10 20 years we are having nice internet in the society and the rape cases have more than doubled or rather i think four times in the last 20 years so these incidents are increasing in the society so it is the restriction and engagement in devotional service that can pacify the senses but the more we enjoy the more this hankering increases in the heart so you told my dear wife please understand this is my situation i am that hopeless goat who is never satisfied so now i want to surrender completely i have decided i will completely surrender myself and take shelter of the supreme personality of godhead and the king yayati immediately completely surrendered himself to the lotus feet of krishna and became pure devotee of krishna so uh, one may wonder that this person who was a sense gratifier enjoyer how he was able to attain the lotus feet of krishna immediately how such realization was possible so that is vedic culture so in vedic culture if you have to enjoy sense pleasure also you have to follow certain rules and regulations so enjoying with uh, enjoying the sexual pleasure for procreation that is allowed and if a person enjoys life in grahastha ashram by following all the rules and regulations very nicely then a person will be able to realize the never satisfying nature of such mundane way of living and will approach towards renunciation and self realization and if a person does not follow the rules and regulations then the situation is very very frustrating and uh, krishna is seated in the heart so krishna so the king was always engaged in devotional service he was doing sacrifice as a duty bound king and krishna is always seated in the heart when he sees that the living entity is very very eager krishna immediately responds so the king became very very eager to surrender unto krishna which is the price of krishna consciousness and thus he was able to revive his krishna consciousness by the mercy of krishna and devyani also on the other hand because the king was realized and the words of a self realized person strike us immediately so devyani also immediately realized and she realized the flickering nature of society friendship and love and she realized we are all just like the travelers who assemble in restaurants for some time the tourists they come in a city they have come from different countries different locations they may assemble in some restaurant for some time and then they will carry on in their own directions so very nicely it is mentioned in bhagavatam so there were places where drinking water would be provided to travelers and many travelers would assemble in those places and they don't have any connection with each other they just come there to drink water and they will separate in a similar fashion we assemble in communities of society friendship and love husband wife and all such relations so these are simply hallucinatory relations and devyani understood this is swapniva this is just like a dream in dream you have relations you see such people and those relations sustain only till the time you wake up and then everything is gone so she realized the temporary nature of this world that this life is just like a dream we are just like travelers this husband wife father this is not reality so because she heard the words of a realized soul she was also able to realize the fact of this life and thus she became completely detached in the material affairs from the material affairs and she also fixed her mind on the lotus feet of krishna and she also attained the supreme destination so thus this story is very very instructive this is a case study 
that if you want to become a successful person, how much ever successful you can become, especially in Kaliuga, nobody is powerful enough to become ruler of the entire planet. Nobody can maintain unlimited number of wives. But King was able to do that and had extended youthhood, enjoyed for 1000 years and still this hankering for enjoyment was always increasing within the heart and so many complications, curses and dissatisfaction followed. So thus it is told in the invocation verse of Sri Ishopanishads. Om Purnamada Purnamidam Purnat Purnam Udachyate Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnamev Abhishishyate Purnam Adaha Purnam Idam That supreme absolute truth is Purna is complete and Purnam Idam This material manifestation that we see around us this is also complete and so many small units like us coming out of it we are also complete. So there are some theories that there was God but God is no more existing now because God has disintegrated itself into so many manifestations. Just like the milk transforms into buttermilk, butter, ghee and so many other products and milk, original milk does not exist. In a similar fashion, God was there but God got transformed into so many other things. So God is no more existing. And there are some other theories. Yes, God created us just like father creates children and then father dies in due course of time. So God is dead. So like this, various theories are there. Some people tell God has got disintegrated just like from a big piece of paper. You can break it uh, into many small pieces. You can tear it apart. And the original page does not exist. In a similar fashion, God does not exist because he has transformed himself into so many other manifestations or God is dead. But Ishopanishad in the invocation mantra defines what is God actually. It is told Purnam Adaha, God is always complete. Although Purnam Adha, Purnam Idam, this material world is also complete, God is also complete. You are trying to create some facilities in this material world by artificial inventions and setting up factories and setting up your research labs. There is no need of any new inventions. This world is complete. This is coming from complete. Purnam Adha, Purnam Idam, Purnat Purnam Udachyate. So although this material world is complete, even though the complete energies are taken out from the complete source of all the energies, still the source remains always complete. This is the definition of absolute truth. Purnasya, from the complete whole, Purnam Adaya, you take out completely, you take out all the energies of the God, still God is full with all his energies. Purnat Purnam, Purnamev Adaya, Purnasya Purnam Adaya, Purnamev Avishishyate. Avashishyate means what remains behind is Purna, complete person. So this is the energy of God. That even though this Advaita Machyuta Manadi Mananta Rupam, Krishna expands himself into so many forms which are as powerful as Krishna. Unlimited Vishnu forms, Mahavishnu, Garbhodakshai Vishnu, Shirodakshai Vishnu, in every universe such Vishnu forms are present. They enter into every atom. There are Rama, Dimozi, Shukala, Niyamena, Lord Rama is there, Varaha is there, Matsya is there, Purma is there. So many avatars are there in this material world and in the spiritual world also. Such unlimited God expansions are coming out from the body of God. But still God remains full. His potency does not decrease. This is the nature of God. Purnamev Avishishyate. In spiritual world, 1 minus 1 is equal to 1. So it is difficult for us to conceive, but this is how things work in spiritual energy. 
Om Purnamada Purnamidam Purnat Purnamudachyate. So thus, unfortunately, it is being mentioned. Everything is complete. We are also complete. There is nothing missing in our life. So any incompleteness that is felt in our life is because of incomplete knowledge of the complete whole. Complete whole is Krishna. Because of incomplete knowledge of the complete whole, incompleteness is felt. It is not fact. Incompleteness is not fact. We are complete. But because of ignorance of our complete nature, that we are part and parcel of Krishna, we simply need to realize, revive our position as being part and parcel of Krishna and engage in his service. And thus we will be completely satisfied. So this king which was, who, were ne who was never satisfied by any of such enjoyment and king's wife, they became completely satisfied by leaving all such material enjoyments and completely surrendering to the lotus feet of Krishna. <coughs> and this is not just <coughs> a very old story. Oh, who has seen Prabhu? You are telling a story of Yadu dynasty, of the father of Maharaj, Yadu. Krishna came 5,000 years ago. When came Yadu Maharaj? When came his father? But no, this we can see now also. In India, we have a history of so many devotees. Their life was very much messed up by the society who could not understand devotional service. The six Goswamis of Vrindavan and uh, all the other great devotees in our land. And even now, the devotees of Krishna consciousness movement. How Prabhupada brought them from the most affluent of the nations. And some of them were belonging to the richest families of the planet. They became disciples of Prabhupada, started living a very humble life and they became completely satisfied. Then they felt completeness in their life. So I request that we pray to Krishna to realize the nature of this lusty desire. Actually, all of us are doing nothing but increasing our lusty desire. We want to get married to a beautiful partner. We want good education. We want uh, good name, fame, recognition, resources in society. By this, our lust always increases. Hankering always increases. So there is no use of such mundane activities. So yes, we can continue acting in the same fashion, but the result should be offered to Krishna, not for our uh, sense enjoyment. Then all these activities will make us feel complete. So thus, the instance we can understand from the current devotees, from uh, the medieval devotees and from these very ancient devotees, that only by devotional service. Similarly, Yamunachari, he was also a king and he also had such enjoyment with many, many women. But when he became devotee of Krishna, he tells Yadavadi Mamacheta Krishna Padara Vinde Navanavara Sadhamani Udyatam Rantu Masit Tadavadi Bhatanari Sangames Marimane Bhavatu Mukhavikara Sushtu Nishti Vanamcha. So, if one day we are able to attain this very exalted platform of Krishna consciousness by mercy of Phila Prabhupada and Krishna, we can also attain this consciousness, this pleasure, simply by remembering, on, remembering the lotus feet of Krishna, Yamunacharya says, I am getting newer and newer pleasures in my heart. And that greatest pleasure which materialists consider sex pleasure, when I think of such activities which I have done in my past life, my mouth curls in distaste and I spit at the thought. So Krishna consciousness pleasure is so nice that this uncontrollable urge, this kind of pleasure becomes distasteful, so much so that a person can spit at such a thought. So just imagine, should we not be greedy for such a pleasure? And this situation can be attained simply by serving spiritual master and chanting Hare Krishna Mahamantra. So just see, simply by chanting a person can relish such an extraordinary pleasure. So we should be very, very greedy, eager to follow it. So thus, this is very important instance and this is very important invocation verse. Purnasya Purna Madaya, God is complete. 
and we are also complete. Any incompleteness felt is simply because of ignorance of the complete whole. So let us try to cultivate Krishna consciousness and let us try to bring others who are connected or not connected to us into Krishna consciousness. In this way, we'll all feel completely satisfied. This is what is missing in our life. So thank you so much for patiently hearing the story. Now we have brought very nice Kirtan for you. Simply by doing this Kirtan, we will come to this platform of feeling completion in our life. So uh, as lead Prabhuji singer would be singing, we can hear nicely and then with complete attention, absorption, we also can sing in the same tune. So let us try to absorb ourselves in the Kirtan. It will be for 5 to 10 minutes and after that we will take up questions and answers.
the duties is it a fact so answer is yes it is a fact because uh, very nicely it is explained in the example a person is going on the road and he finds some money on the road so one is he picks up the money and he starts enjoying that that is the life of a materialist that everything is created by god it's god's property i come here and then i start enjoying anything whatever i see simply because you see something it does not become your property. But we don't consider that its God creation should be used for God. We start enjoying it. Then there is more advanced level. No, it is not my money on the street. So let me not touch it. Let me move on. This is the life of impersonalists. So they don't want to enjoy this material world. They don't touch the material resources. They move on. They carry on. And what would a devotee do? The best force of action. You pick up the money on the street and try to find out whom does it belong to and then give that money to that person. So that is what the devotees are doing. They want to understand this entire world belongs to somebody. Whom does it belong to? This body has been created by somebody. Who has created this body? So this body with all its possessions and this entire world resources should be used in the service of the proprietor. So thus, that is called the work in devotion. You should work, pick up the money and then give it back to the owner. And renunciation is still better because you do not want to become a criminal by enjoying the money which doesn't belong to you. So renunciation is good for self-realization. But the real advancement is, the advanced level of self-realization is understanding whom does the money belong to and giving it to him. That is called devotional service or work in devotion. Thus Krishna tells this is better than renunciation. That is called Yukta Vairagya. You are right. Next question is by Vinayak Chaurasiya. Hare Krishna Prabhuji, how to wake up early in the morning and do chanting and sadhana? Due to some medicine, I am not able to get up early in the morning and do Mangalarti and chanting. Please help. Okay. So getting up early in the morning, as you told, you are taking some medicines. So you can try to sleep early. Because anyway you are getting up at certain time. So why don't you sleep early? So that you can accordingly, even counting the influence of the medicines, you can get up early in that way. But still, if uh, the situations do not allow as of now, 
then it does not matter. Krishna understands. So try your level best. Try to sleep early, counting the effect of medicine. Still, if it is not possible, uh, then try to get up as early as possible without compromising the health. Krishna understands our situation. Do devatas, demigods become happy when a person is progressing in Krishna consciousness even though a devotee doesn't worship demigods except Lord Krishna? Yes, they become very happy. They want to serve the devotee. I am following Krishna conscious life by not joining temple full time and neither I am a married person. I am in my 40s. Can I progress in my Krishna bhakti and attain spiritual world by being single? Yes, you can attain. So marriage is recommended because usually it is difficult to control the desires that we have and we may end up doing illicit sex. Uh, but uh, now situation is very topsy-turvy in Kali Yuga. So generally it is recommended that we should marry. But if you can think that you can contain, with a, you can in devotee association, you can continue without marriage, there is no bar in training Krishna consciousness. But for general people, marriage is recommended if they are not living full time in the Brahmachari Ashram. Hare Krishna Prabhuji, after getting some job and after that giving the result of action to Krishna, we can get relieved of all sinful activity of that job. Is that so? Yes, very much. And not just uh, relief from the sinful activities of that job, we can get the consciousness of a sannyasi in Bhagavad Gita. It is mentioned a person who contributes at least minimum 50% of his will to Krishna. And of course, we have to do our sadhana and all the duties very nicely. But the result, at least 50% if we offer to Krishna along with our sadhana, then such a householder can have the consciousness of a sannyasi and can attain same perfection. Okay. So, uh, devotees wish we can have some more questions. I am waiting for some questions to reflect in the chat box. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna. If anyone has any questions, you can please post. Else we can wind up today's session. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Okay, the question is, Hare Krishna Prabhuji, how to practice perfect brahmacharya? So, perfect brahmacharya can be obtained by complete absorption in Krishna consciousness. So, living entity is having desires. Now, the desires are satisfied on material level, gross level, mental level or spiritual level. So, if we are always absorbed, just like when we are dreaming. So, we are not disturbed by the gross desires. 
because we are absorbed on a mental platform. So if we are absorbed on a spiritual platform, we will not at all be disturbed by mundane desires of mind and body. And thus we can control uh, our senses and maintain perfect brahmacharya. And Srila Prabhupada tells such an elevated stage of Krishna consciousness where a person is absorbed in the service of Krishna can be attained only when the disciple has intimate relationship with the spiritual master. So by surrendering and serving spiritual master very nicely, following all the rules and regulations nicely, chanting offenselessly Hare Krishna Mahamantra, remaining absorbed on spiritual platform, one can follow Brahmacharya. But if we uh, keep ourselves on material platform, it won't be possible. Next question is by Saurabh Kumar. I got associated with ISKCON and started chanting 16 rounds, but in between getting diverted towards material world, did I commit any sin? Not necessary. Uh, that could be fact that we might have committed sins. So our Krishna consciousness gets covered uh, because of two kinds of it is called consuming poison. One is committing sins and another thing is offending a Vaishnava. So if a person commits sins still by chanting Hare Krishna Mahamantra, one can come out of it, mundane material sins. But if we offend a Vaishnava, then the only solution is to take shelter of the bona fide Vaishnava. And if the Vaishnava is pleased, we can come out of the effects of such an offense and revive our Krishna consciousness. So these mistakes are very, very dangerous. So either we would have committed some Vaishnava pras, so Krishna consciousness got stopped, or some sins also can be the reason. The lusty activities, sinful activities, Jnana, Vijnana, Nashnam, they finish the urge of self-realization. And another thing is simply association of the materialist. That also covers our intelligence. That is why association is required. So we always have to live in the association of devotees. So we get some inclination and if we don't maintain association of devotees, this inclination, interest and faith will go away. And we'll be back to square one in material life. And then we follow, we suffer, we may realize, oh, I came across Krishna consciousness, let me again follow now. So these could be the main reasons. So I request, please try to always keep yourself in the association of devotees and avoid offending a Vaishnava at all costs and avoid sinful activities also. Next is by Rajiv Khanna. Can we give Prabhupada books free to our customers with our products? Yes, why not? Very much. Please do it. Next is by Munisha Sharma. We started Arti, Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Doya Karomore in the morning. Is it okay? Or any other Arti we can do around 8 a.m. Yes, it is okay. You can do Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu. The most important is to do Guru Puja. So if you are doing Guru Puja every day, Shri Guru Charana Padma Kevala Bhakati Sadma Vandomai Savadhan Mate. So this is most important. So this we should do along with Hare Krishna Kirtan. And then we can do Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Dayakaramore. We can do Yashomati Nandan or other songs we can sing. But Guru Puja is most important along with Hare Krishna Kirtan. Anything extra is well and fine. Any glorification can be done. Hare Krishna Prabhuji, is it fine to do Mangala Arati for the person not able to get up in Brahm Muhurta time? Yes, it is fine. If you are not able to get up in the morning, although that is the ideal time, whenever you get up, you can sing Guru Vashtaka. 
I am an optician. You told yes, along with your products, you can give Prabhupada books. That is the best gift that we can give to anybody. Next question is by Saurabh Kumar. Maya is very strong as His Divine Grace Prabhupada said. It keeps pulling me towards materiality. How to avoid Maya totally? So by always keeping ourselves in Krishna consciousness, when there is sun, there is no light. So we have to always keep ourselves fixed in Krishna consciousness. How that can be done? So it is simple. Always engage in service of Krishna under the direction of devotees. There is one thing. Engaging always in service of Krishna under the direction of devotees. And if it is not possible, at some times uh, we don't find service, then keep on chanting Hare Krishna Mahamantra. So Prabhupada told by these two things, we can avoid Maya altogether. Krishna Suri Sama Maya Hai Andhakar. So we should try to constantly chant Hare Krishna Mahamantra throughout the day and engage in the service of Krishna. So when there is always Krishna seated within the heart, try never to forget Krishna, then there is no scope of Maya. So this is difficult, but under guidance of devotees, if you practice Krishna consciousness, it is possible. And that is required. We have to attain this platform. Kishori Chaudhary, next question. Is euthanasia allowed in spiritualism? No, that is not allowed. Next question is by Abhishek Kumar. Okay, sorry. Rohit Bhale Rao. Even after understanding Krishna consciousness, my mind is continuously trying to pull me in materialistic things. Is it because of my past karma? What is the permanent solution? Yes, it is because of past or present karma. We have to understand we are different from mind and body. The mind of a moth pulls the moth into fire and it loses its life. So why should we depend upon our mind? As child, we depended upon the mind of our parents. Otherwise, we could have been playing the entire day out and would have spoiled our lives. So in a similar fashion, we should not submit to the demands of mind and body. So it is very nice to know that we are desiring Krishna consciousness. At least knowledge is there what is right in life. Next, we need bala, strength. Knowledge is not sufficient. I know this is right, but mind and body, the force is very strong. It pulls us away. So thus, it is required to follow Krishna consciousness under personal guidance of devotees. So please do that and we'll get strength. We'll be able to come out of it. So meanwhile, please chant Hare Krishna Mantra very nicely. Play to Lord Balram, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu for getting strength in spiritual life. Next is by Abhishek Kumar, Hare Krishna Prabhuji. Is it fine to do Mangalarti sometime late, say 6 p.m.? 6 p.m. you mean? In the evening? For the person who is not able to get up, I, I mean you. 6 a.m. Yeah, it should be. At 6 a.m. also you can do it. So try to do early, as early as possible. If now it is not possible, you continue at 6 a.m. At least start do, doing something. Prabhupada started Mangala Arati at 7 o'clock initially in the West when he started the movement. In that also devotees were not able to come at times. So it's okay in the initial days. Slowly we'll come to Brahmurta. Next is by Ashwini Verma. Prabhuji, if I get job at city where Iskon temple is present, if I live in the temple, how much is rent or charge? I am thinking it's better to live in good company in an unknown city. Yes, very much. Just find uh, wherever we have our centers and try to live. And whatever minimum charges you have to give, that depends upon the location of the temple. Next is by Virendrik Bhote. In chanting, only tongue and ears are involved. 
how does the mind get affected by it yes mind will get affected by it if we try to chant attentively if mechanically we are doing tongue is moving and uh, it is falling on the ears but my, i am somewhere my mind is somewhere then mind will not get affected only when we put our mind in receiving the sound with great reverence attention and love then mind becomes purified thus attention is required next is by unifac verse why iskon is not creating new method for spreading krishna consciousness by which it can cover more people just like bollywood yes we are very much eager we should use bollywood so i request if you can please help us to find some people who can present krishna consciousness without any dilution then yes that is very powerful medium we should do it okay so we are done with the questions thank you so much for hearing please keep on chanting always understand the ephemeral nature of this life and uh, all the activities for satisfaction of desires of mind and body make us more and more dissatisfied let us try to become pure devotees by following krishna consciousness under the direction of shila prabhupada and his representatives and our life will be success thank you so much for hearing we'll meet again very soon hari krishna